Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets focusing on the future. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the series entitled Target Aiming to Focus on God. This is the last episode in the six part series, and I encourage you, if you haven't already, to listen to parts one through five, where I had the opportunity to target the importance of aiming to focus on God in our heart appreciating his protection, trusting in his promise, plan, and purpose for our individual lives. But as it relates to our future, it is imperative that we focus on God and remember that his plan is the target we should always aim towards each and every time. Oftentimes when we are in the now, the present, or in our current position, Depending on what's going on, it can be overwhelming or appear hopeless to look towards and forward to the future. Once daily routine might appear mundane, but that is why we must focus on God in whatever state we are in. And it should be our targeted aim to focus on God as it relates to our desires, our dreams, and our destination. When God tells you or God tells us to do something regarding our future, we should wholeheartedly believe him and begin making the necessary steps to live out our destiny. Now, don't be surprised if obstacles are in your way. The obstacles don't mean that the word of God and the commanded blessing of God is not for you. It's all about trusting God and focusing on what God declared would come to fruition in your life. And don't get this confused. I'm referring to the God-honoring purposes, plans, and promises God declared for your future. I'm not talking about one's dishonorable desires. And I'm not talking about someone's displeasing desires that don't align with what God told a person to do or pursue. If anyone is running after or chasing something that God didn't command for them to go after, get ready for all types of obstacles. But as I said earlier, I'm referring to focusing on the future God has for you. Even in the promises of God, obstacles appear to get your focus off of the promise, the purpose, and the plan God has for you. The enemy wants to get your focus on the pain, the pits, the pit stops, and the problems with hopes that you will focus on the negative and not receive the positive plans and purposes God has for your future. Stay committed to God's plan for your life and what he declared about your future, despite what is going on around you, in front of you, and within you. Because when the obstacles of life come, the challenge is to focus on the right thing. Sometimes the right thing doesn't feel like the right thing, and it doesn't look like the right thing. Because... When you're looking at the right thing, it can appear that everything is falling apart. Insecurities within might try to talk you out of it, and those in front of you might try to oppose what you're doing. That is why you have to focus on the right target regarding what God promised you. Even when things look crazy, it looks like it's falling apart, it looks like everything's just in disarray all over the place. But that's why you have to remain focused on the right thing. God might be calling you to focus on him because your current relationship 
with your loved one appears to be in shambles and you're currently going through a dysfunctional, disorderly issue. But God declared that in your future, he would restore you. And on the flip side of that example, God might be calling you to leave some people alone, all the way alone, because he showed you their toxic behavior and they showed you too. And they keep showing you and they're not going to stop showing you. They're going to promote it. They're going to put it in your face. They're just going to keep doing it over and over again until you focus on God and not look at what you think the relationship could be when you've been called to walk away. And then when you walk away, God shows you your future. He shows you what peace looks like, what it feels like, what true joy feels like. And then what mental clarity really does for a person. But you have to be focused to get there. God might be presently calling you to focus on him because you are commanded to complete a task that no one has ever done. But God declared that in the future, your obedience will bless not only you, but countless others and leave a long-lasting impact that ripples for generations to come. When the obstacles jump in front of you as distractions to distort your vision and focus, remember the promise, remember the plan, and remember the purpose, and believe that you are victorious because God already said that you are more than a conqueror through Christ who loves you, and don't lose courage because there is a reward for your work. And if you've ever experienced obstacles and challenges from others, and even yourself regarding God's purpose-filled promise for your future, don't be disheartened because it happens to quite a few people. But perseverance, tenacity, and resilience is key in daily trusting God and believing what he tells you about your future. When you believe what God says to you, When you hope in what God says to you, and then God reveals to you what he's going to do for you, that is a driving force that will assist in helping a person focus on what's to come. Now, I want to give you an example provided in God's word about an individual who focused on the future. And there are several accounts in God's word that deal with focusing on God's word for someone's future. But I want to break down the historical account of Noah. And God had a plan, purpose, and promise for Noah. But in order for Noah to receive the blessing, the protection, and future reward, Noah had to check his heart and aim towards obeying God when God instructed him to complete a task that would attract a lot of distractions externally and internally. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you already know about the story of Noah and the ark But I want to encourage you to visit the story again and read Genesis, the 6th chapter and the 7th chapter. And I'm about to give a brief summarization. God made up in his mind what he was going to do to his creation because the creation became corrupt and the wickedness found in humans was widespread on the earth. The human mind was nothing but evil all of the time. And the Lord was truly upset about what was going on. God knew his plan of action and how he would deal with the wickedness. But scripture reveals that Noah found favor with the Lord. 
Noah found favor with God because scripture tells us that he was a righteous man. He was blameless among his colleagues, city folks, community, and just people, period. Noah walked with God. Noah's targeted daily aim was to focus on God. And in doing so, God revealed his plan, his purpose, and promise for Noah and generations to come. Noah had purpose in focusing on God. And that purpose yielded future blessings for so many people. God tells Noah great and comprehensible things that he did not know by sharing his plans for the earth and his plans for Noah's family and Noah's future. If Noah was living like everybody else, Noah wouldn't have received the future plans and promises God had for him. He received that information because he was focused on God. And if I can just make a quick point right here, what information is the Lord disclosing to you that he's not disclosing to others because you're focused on him? So the Lord tells Noah to build an ark, and I believe I covered this in the Resilience series a while ago where I mentioned how people living at that time they were well aware of how nature operated. The people knew the Lord caused water to come up from beneath the surface and water the ground, but they witnessed Noah building something for his future and for the future God had for him. People who couldn't relate with Noah, didn't want to relate with Noah, and didn't want to even have a relationship with God, they watched Noah build an ark that possibly took an estimated time of 50 to 70 plus years to complete. This was not a week project. This wasn't a day project. This wasn't a project that you finish in a couple of hours. This was a project that took some time. And no doubt Noah dealt with physical distractions, external distractions with people, and internal distractions on probably a daily basis. And if you think about your life, you probably deal with physical distractions, external distractions with people, and internal distractions off of the task and the purpose God placed before you. And just because a person is a determined follower of Jesus Christ doesn't mean that they don't go through anything. And it doesn't mean that their life is easy. Obstacles are present in a person's life daily. And I don't believe Noah was gliding through the town like a gazelle, picking up supplies with a smile on his face, singing to the members of the community about how great life is and how he's favored by God and how God has a future plan for him and his family. And then he just smiles all the way back home, hugging his family as they sit by a campfire, sipping hot water and herbs. Nah, just think about your life for a minute. God tells you to do something. He gave you something to do, and he expects you to complete that task because that task or that assignment will leave a major lifelong impression on your family and your future and your family's future, and you begin making steps towards completion, and no one around you has heard of what you're doing. They can't relate they don't want to relate. They don't want to hear it. And you hear the whispers and you hear people blatantly talking about you in your face. 
You see people making it hard for you. You have to deal with the external elements of not only people, but how you will survive now. Because you disclosed something or somebody saw a change and they just create distractions. They create problems, not only for you now, but your family. And then in the midst of all of that, you have to go do what God said to do. And then you come home. Now, you already had to deal with the outsiders, but then you come home and you have to deal with your family now because y'all all all have y'all's individual issues and then the family issues and then the collective issues. But God told you, you have to complete this task. And as you're completing the task, dealing with the external issues, dealing with your family, your personal issues, the issues that just pop up daily, that just come out of nowhere you possibly think about, man, is this even worth it? What's the point of doing this? I mean, God said this was about my future, but man, this don't look like it's going to help my future at all. Lord, what's going on? Why do I have to do this? Man, I, I don't know about this. Now, that is why we have to stay focused because life happens every day. So let me jump back to Noah. He's building this ark, and I can only imagine the only people who would assist him is his family because they are the only ones who were invited inside by God. And it wouldn't surprise me if some wicked people came through his community or by his house just to mock him. Now, they should have been asking questions as it related to their salvation, but that kind of stuff happens all the time still to this day. You could be working on something. You could be doing what God told you to do. And this thing God has you doing or this task God has you doing is helping your family for the future, helping your future. And it's going to leave a major impression, impact, or influence in countless ways. But you have some people who have the audacity to come out of the woodwork. They come out of nowhere. Just to come bother you and ask you, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Oh, man, that's crazy. Who does that? Oh, my gosh. Like, you're building. We've never heard of that. Oh, my gosh. You building a decent relationship with your family? Oh, my gosh, that's unheard of. You're trying to get away from dysfunction? You're crazy. You're trying to live a life that pleases God? Oh, my gosh. The Bible was written for that time, not today. Oh my gosh, you're trying to respect people and not manipulate them? Oh my gosh, you're weird. You are so weird. I mean, you try to keep relationships going in a God-oriented way? It's all about getting what you want and discarding people when you get through. Come on, get with the program. Every time I see you, you're always trying to build integrity. You're always trying to build righteousness. You're always trying to build living an honorable lifestyle. Gosh, you're such a loser. Oh, gosh. You're never going to make it in this world. You have to manipulate people. You have to abuse people. You have to put on a mask. I mean, you just have to. That's how you get what you want. And you over here building this stuff. You're trying to build according to how Jesus wants you to live. You're absolutely ludicrous. You're trying to build a relationship with Jesus Christ by accepting him as your personal Lord and Savior. Oh, my God. Who do you think you are? You actually believe that? 
Oh my gosh. Wow, you're not going to be able to live life to the fullest because you're going to be one of those people who just think about everything you do and you're trying to please God. Oh my, that is so stressful. You're actually trying to build quality time with your loved ones? Oh, oh my gosh. You just do things over the top. Get with the get with the program. Who's doing that? Who cares about relationships? It's all about making people perceive that you care, when in actuality, you don't. Everything you're trying to build in your life, it's so absurd. You know that kind of stuff happens? Some people do that. They come to mock you and make fun of you when they should be asking questions about how they can get their lives together and how they can be saved and how they can be pointed in the right direction. But you have to leave people alone. Can't help people who don't want to be helped. When a person makes up in their mind what they're going to do and it goes contrary to everything God is telling you to do, leave those people alone. But Noah checked his heart. And Noah does everything God commanded him to do with all of the issues he had going on. Whenever you read the Bible, read the Bible and think about the things that people go through on a daily basis. These are not just accounts where you look at someone and say, oh man, they just, it was perfect for them. Everything was going well. They did this and they got this. This is how it goes. They were going through things. Those were living people. They were going through situations, just like you go through situations. But some of the people went a different route and that was the route where they focused on God. When others didn't. And you saw what happened. So let's jump back to Noah. Noah enters the ark. And every promise that God said would occur, it happened. Noah's obedience and focus allowed him to experience the covering protection of God. Noah's obedience and focus on God allowed him to understand the plan, purpose, and path God had him on. And what if Noah didn't focus on God? And what if Noah didn't obey God? What if Noah didn't build and do what God said do as he was dealing with challenges? What would have happened? His future would be totally different, that's for sure. And his family's future would be totally different. That's why it's important for us to aim to focus on God no matter what's going on. And yes, focusing on God is a whole other job within itself, but it must be done. And you have to train yourself to focus. Children aren't the only ones who have some issues focusing on a task that needs to be completed. You have many adults who have focusing issues, attention issues. The enemy wants you to focus on the wrong thing. He wants you to get bored doing the right thing. So he puts these distractions in your way so you can focus on that. And sometimes the enemy, Satan's not doing it. Sometimes it's us. We get tired. We get weary. We get bored and we, we choose to go a different way. But hindsight is twenty twenty, Or it appears to be twenty twenty, when a person understands that they should have been focused on something. 
and they pick up something that appeared to be attractive, alluring, or important, and it was only a distraction. And in the grand scheme of things, it's not attractive. You don't even like it. Can't stand it. It's not. A, it's nothing captivating about it. It's basic. It's not important. It's nothing. That kind of stuff happens all of the time. But I encourage you to seek godly wisdom, seek godly focus, and maintain a relationship with Jesus because he is the main target for your life. And aim to daily check your heart and live a life that pleases him. And the scripture I would like to leave you with is Genesis the 6th chapter and the ninth verse that states, These are the family records of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among his contemporaries. Noah walked with God. I selected this scripture to pinpoint a very important statement, which is Noah was a righteous man, blameless among his contemporaries. Noah walked with God. That sentence is powerful. The scripture stood out to me because we know after reading Genesis the 6th and 7th chapter in its entirety, how corrupt mankind really was. But even in the midst of Noah living amongst those corrupt people, those corrupt lifestyles, corrupt patterns, corrupt conversations, corrupt politics, corrupt environments, corrupt practices, corrupt systems, corrupt organizations, corrupt agendas, and corrupt mindsets, Noah walked with God. Noah was a righteous man. And for a person to be righteous, it doesn't mean that that person is perfect. But it does mean that they are focused on doing the right thing. And God is their targeted standard for life, even though at times in their life, they miss the mark. And you can read about Noah. You know he wasn't a perfect man. So the aim for us is to trust God in the midst of corruption. The aim is to walk with God and focus on what God says and do what God says in the midst of wickedness, corruption, whatever's going on. And then scripture reassures us that God sees what's going on. God sees what we do. God knows what we're doing in the midst of challenges and corruption and hate. He sees all of that. So that's why we just need to keep our focus on him. And we should aim to continuously focus on trusting in his plan for our life, our individual purpose that we have to live out daily. And then we should take it a step further to thank God for the purposes being fulfilled in our lives when we don't see it or we don't even understand it. And then thank him for the ability to focus on his promises for our life. And then thank him that we have the ability to check our hearts and make sure that they are in alignment with him and that he gives us correction on a daily basis to keep our hearts in check. And then thank God that he already has a targeted future planned and prepared for you. So I hope this series blessed you. I hope it encouraged you to remain focused. And I know I said focus a whole lot of times, but I hope it helped you to remain focused on God's targeted plan for your life and that you can evaluate what you're aiming towards. Are you aiming towards what God wants you to aim towards? Are you aiming towards things that are displeasing to God? 
And that is a daily thing we have to evaluate to make sure that we're doing the right thing. Never stop praying. Never stop talking to God, conversing with God about how you feel as it relates to the plan, purpose, promise, your future, your heart. Keep doing that. Keep doing that because it's going to help you no matter how large or small the obstacle appears in your life. Keep talking and praying to God. Thank you all for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the Target Aiming to Focus on God devotional. On the site, you can order inspirational apparel, and you have the option to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. I do have a few Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app that you can check out. But for those who want to use the Bible plans as an individual or group Bible study, you can download those Bible plans from my website. Enjoy the remainder of your day. Peace and God bless.